Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in his cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Everybody, you're listening to the voice. I come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. You know, I want to uh, thank everybody who stops me from time to time, who encourages me uh, concerning the first 12 minutes of the show. I thank you very much. It means uh, a lot to me. It's uh, part of an obligation I've uh, asked God to, uh, at the end of my life, to have uh, been uh, relevant to be a person that was uh, inspiring to other people or motivational to other people. I've asked God to help me share what he has shown me 
and help me to remind people of his goodness and of the fact that uh, you have a, a lot of things to be grateful for and to just simply share some of the methods and some of the anecdotes and analogies that I've learned over the years concerning my journey, uh, you know, which has gotten me to this point. Now I'm not through yet by a long shot. God has a lot of work to do with me and I'm an imperfect person. But one of my things in the morning is to also point out to all of you that you can be an imperfect person and still gain God's favor and his love. Now, should you strive for perfection? I've heard people say that. I don't know how to do that. I just know that I can say that if you do the best that you can, the very, very best that you can, and even in that, you're going to come up short. So I don't really know how. That's not my job is to tell you to strive for perfection. Doing the best that you can is all you can do, I think. It's all I can do. It's the very best that I can do. The perfection thing, I know I'm not going to get there, but I can I could do the very best that I can because we are human beings. We're subject to too many, too many things uh, create a situation for us, problems, lust, uh, desires, temptations. It's just, it's just, it's just far too uh, prevalent in there. So, you know, I want to thank all of you who encourage me, who send me emails or who see me out on the street and, 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 and say important things to me like that because it does matter to me. It does have an impact on me. And I thank you very much because without those encouraging words from time to time, sometimes you don't know which way you're going, if you're being effective or not, and it is. And I want to keep encouraging people to do the right thing. I want to encourage people to continue to move in the right direction and a lot of times when you're moving in the right direction and you're doing the right thing everybody not going to understand it everybody everybody not going to see it your way but you have to do the right thing as God leads you to do it and sometimes it's troubling when people don't get it and it angers you but you got to keep doing what you think is right you know I was watching the results of the protest this weekend of how many peaceful protesters there was. Now, a couple of people got out of hand here and there, but that didn't mean the protest should not have existed. You know, you, you can't stop a few people, you know, from doing it the wrong way. But for the most part, people had the right intention in their heart and in their, in their minds. You know, it's like when you vote, everybody's not going to vote the way you vote. Everybody's not going to feel how you feel about your vote. But you got to do what you do was right for, for your conscience and for your thinking and for the people that you know and love and for the side that you're cheering for. It's just amazing though, how when you're trying to do the right thing, how the opposition can never for a second, even see your side of it. That's just amazing to me. And uh, I guess they both, both sides say the same thing about one another, but I think that uh, as long as you're doing what you think is the right thing, uh, then, then that's what you should do. And don't be slowed by it, folks, because it's going to happen. I've often said it before. Anytime you make a decision to do right or do better, you're going to get opposition. It's just no way around it, man. And the opposition comes so fierce and so strong. And sometimes you wonder, what do they get the energy or why can't they see it? But just just keep on. Just keep on. I'm, you know, I've I've seen it work over the years. I don't care how strong the opposition is. Right. Right. Right works out a lot of times, even when right don't work out. You got to keep pushing. Uh Oh, that's the hard part, ain't it? 
even when right don't work out, when you think it should go this way and you can't see how I could go no other way. When it goes the other way, you got to keep doing the right thing. See, you can never do the wrong thing because the, what you felt didn't happen. You know, and, 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 and I, I try to implore people to remember that man, that we've got to always stay on the, the, the right side of it. You know, I mean, you know, I know it's hard, you know, take the high road. You hear that all the time. You know, well, Steve, why we always got to take the high road? Well, because we have to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to all the time myself. But taking the low road ain't going to gain you nothing except more opposition, a lack of understanding. So it's a high road. You, I mean, you know, it's a high road it is. You know, in all things, I know I'm talking sort of scattered because I'm saying some things without saying some things direct. I try to get people to understand. But, you know, I get so much opposition when I'm talking. Sometimes, you know, you get tired of it. You get tired of uh, social media. Sometimes you get tired of what people say that don't even understand what you're trying to say or what you're trying to do. And it, and it's uh, sometimes it can be uh, disheartening. But even in that. I got to keep pushing. I got to keep saying what I think is the right thing. I got to keep saying what I think is, is, is best for the masses. You know, I can't stop, you know, loving people or or, or wanting the best for the underprivileged, you know, uh, even though I'm not underprivileged anymore, you understand? But my heart is with that underprivileged because I've been underprivileged far longer than I have been on this side of it. And so my heart goes out to the underprivileged. And that's why I spend a lot of the first 12 minutes is to help the underprivileged or the people who are struggling with anything, finances, career, job, family, love, this country, the rules, the laws. I try to be encouraging to say that if you keep your head down and you keep grinding and you work hard and you and you use on your unwavering faith that God can see you through and some wonderful things can happen in your life. That is an absolute must. So, you know, I, uh, I I will keep on doing the things that I'm doing. And, and and I want you to continue to do the things that you're doing, too, because you're getting on the right track. I love it when men stop me and say, hey, Steve, man, I appreciate you in the mornings, man. You don't know, man, but you're helping me become a better person. Well, I want to say this. I'm trying to become a better person, too. And 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 eighty percent of the stuff I say in the mornings is directly affecting me also. Well, hundred percent really tell you the truth. But I'm I'm usually talking about something I'm feeling or going through that particular day. So for the men out there that say and it's making them a better person, I want you to understand something. It's making me a better person too. You know, it's making me stronger. You know, it's making me burn with the desire to do right, to do more right, to get it to get it better. And better and better, you know, and as I, you know, look across the landscape of what's going on in this country, you know, I just got to do what I can do. You know, now I know some people are tugging at me, talking about you need to be doing more. But, you know, once again, that's usually somebody who ain't doing nothing themselves. So, you know, say what you want to say, but I just got to keep going. And I want you to learn how to fill your day up with positivity. You know, wake up in the morning, start your day positive, wake up in the morning and and get it right. You know, wake up in the morning and 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 get your projections together. You know, wake up in the morning and get some um you know, get get, get your attitude right in the morning and and get on a positive track 
And, and when you have an idea that comes your way, think of how it can work. Don't think of how it won't work. See, once you start thinking of how it won't work, you allow the negatives to come in. But God don't work. God don't need you telling him how something won't work. God needs you to believe that it will work. God needs you to believe that something can happen. See, that's what God needs. God don't need you. See, that's why people blow it, man. So many ideas go go to waste, man, because people just don't have the right attitude. When you have an adi- an idea, think of how it can work. I know a dude, man, that the first thing he do is tear, uh, add, uh, tear, tear an idea down. Just tear it down, man. Then we got to work doubly hard to build it back up. Are you kidding me? When all you had to do is try to find the way that'll work. Don't spin your wheels worrying about how it won't work. Look at how you can make it work. Look, the problems is going to come no matter what you do. Oh, well, this is going to happen and that can work. But if you're focusing on how to make it work, you can overcome the things when they come up that's going to make you think it won't work. You feel what I'm saying? I hope I wish I explained it. I wish I got on that earlier. Anyway, that's what we're doing today. Going to be a good one, man. Y'all hanging there, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after the hour. Welcome to the ride, y'all. Steve Harvey Morning Show on this Tuesday morning. We are broadcasting live again in the Caymans. The whole crew will be here tomorrow and Thursday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Junior and I are here along with Mississippi Monica. She's taking pictures. You know, know, she ain't never been nowhere, so we got to deal with that right there. She take pictures of flowers. What's wrong with that? She be taking pictures of her standing next to a palm tree, but but she's short, so you can't see the leaves on the tree. So all you see is bark. It's just bark. But then she be trying to take the selfie. She be leaning up against it. But here, you know, when she ain't got no beers down, Monica from the country, we done, we in an island. She ain't talking about y'all got catfish. <laughs> no catfish down here, man. That man said, excuse me? Do y'all have catfish, all this water out here? <laughs> <laughs> so it's been amazing. We're down here second day. The weather's nice, Steve? Is can't wait to get nice? there. Yeah, Girl, right I ain't today. A jacket, an umbrella. I don't do none of that. I got <laughs> sandals. I'm ready to put some sandals on tomorrow when y'all get here. And uh, more. I've been playing golf every day. Me and my two partners. Okay. All right. I've been playing golf every day, yeah. man. Hey, and you had a Super Bowl be... party in your room, right? Oh, the Super Bowl party over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had that in yeah. your room, so you're doing all kinds of stuff. Hey, what day we leaving? I don't know when you leave. I'm gonna, I, leave. I don't think I'm going back. My sickle cell operating at, at prime efficiency oh, yeah. right now. Feeling, <laughs> feeling good, Junior. <laughs> feeling... I'm at prime efficiency right now. Dog, you over there over sexy here, with it, huh, Junior? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm just going to stay. Okay. You're going to be an expat, huh? The nephew's coming, right? <laughs> yeah, I think He's so. Oh, okay. Just checking. What are you saying? I'm just checking. Because he checking. ain't at work again. I'm just checking. Y'all have an mm. excuse for him today? Mm-mm. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Can't even can't make up it. no more? Uh, I'm out. Of, I'm out. <laughs> Let's see. He's little. He can't say it's W's. Um, oh, we've mm. heard them all before. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, there's. Mm-hmm. we've run out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I say I got nothing. He was going to come to work today, but he couldn't find the steps. <laughs> what do you mean? Couldn't find the steps. You know, he got a set of steps made where he can get up in the truck 
Oh. He couldn't find the steps to get up in the really? car. Yeah, so he couldn't get him to work. Oh, because he's little. They climbed up on the floorboard one time, and his wife didn't know it was on there, and she shut the door and drove off. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he almost froze to death hanging on to that floorboard on the way to work. Bro, and drowned because it was raining outside. And his little fingers was getting cold. So he was hanging on to the floorboard. And the little raccoon hands, he had a death grip. He almost had frostbite drowned and ruined the outfit, too. So he's not going to get in trouble because if we weren't at work, we would Aww. never hear the end of it, ever. From you. And, you right, and we're here all the time. I ain't got to. They're going to deal with it. So I'm just saying. Because he has been reported. But it's He's your nephew. Report. It's your nephew. They hold you accountable and responsible for that. No, nah, not you, really. I'm not, I've never been responsible for Tommy. Well, you brought him well, you in. Him. Yeah, you, you brought him in. But that's it. That was in 2000, Shirley. <laughs> that was 17 years ago? You've had no. ample time. <laughs> no, he a radio employee now. <laughs> yeah, I'm through. <laughs> you can't save yep. him no more. It's a new uh-uh. sheriff in town. <laughs> no, it's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> I'm over here with all this mess you've been doing. It ain't going to happen. Uh, it's going to be a great day today, man. Uh, looking forward to. Uh, mm-hmm. I live. Here's what I'm Let me give everybody a suggestion today. Okay. Mm-hmm. 2017 can be the absolute best year of your life. Yeah. But you have to do one thing. What? You have to claim it. Uh-huh. You have to claim prosperity. You have to claim expectations. I now, like it. Now, why do you say that? Because it I shows like your thing. faith or your mm-hmm. faith in God? Well, here's what you do. Your mind is an emission tower that emits a signal. Mm-hmm. The signal that you send out from your mind is the thing that it picks up and relays back. It's like your remote control at home. Mm-hmm. If you go in the house and you pick up your remote control and you press the red button in the corner, that's the power button, you point it at the TV, what do you expect to happen? TV turn on. Come on. Okay. Turn cool. on. Yeah. If HBO, let's just use this as an example. If HBO is channel 350 and you punch in 350 and you express select, what do you expect to happen? 350 to come on. Oh, yeah. Change Watching the HBO. channel. Yeah. The channel will change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One more thing. If you want to know what's on the TV set, mm-hmm. if you press the guide button that says guide, what do you expect to see on that TV? All day, a the listing guide. of shows uh-huh. and the time. Listen, the guide. So every time you punch in something on that remote and point it at the TV and you hit select, you expect that TV to perform per the request of the remote. So is that correct? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I want you to understand something. If I could get people to understand this very simple concept of success, It changes your entire life. Your mind was created by God. Your mind is a remote control. It's the greatest remote control he's ever come up with. This remote control that you have was invented before the remote control of TV. Okay. The signal that you emit from your mind sends out an emission signal to everything that you tune it into. And when you press select, guess what? That's what comes back to you. Where do you think they got the concept from a TV remote control from? It is from your mind, the capacity that God made you in his image. God thought of this world, this earth, this water, these islands, these mountains, these oceans, these waterfalls, these trees, Mm -hmm. these birds, these animals. 
male species. He thought of all of that. Mm -hmm. And guess what it came into? Existence. Yep. He made you the same way. So now he gave you the power, though, to make choices. So if you decide to send out a positive emission from your brain, guess what has to come back to you? Positivity. Right. Mm -hmm. Same thing with a negative. If you send out negativity, you ever mm. notice, man, people that's all, when you uh, ask them what's wrong and they always got something woo, wrong, don't it always woo. be something wrong with them? Yes, to sir. the point where yes. you hate to even ask them now yeah. what's right. wrong. Yeah. That's true, Steve. It's because What's they keep emitting that signal that something's wrong. Oh, my life crazy. All I keep meeting is dogs. Then all the dogs come to you. You've emitted the signal. It changes, man. The moment you change your attitude, you immediately change your attitude. If you could grab that concept, folks, mm -hmm. you can begin to change your life. And 2017 can be the best year of your life. I live my life with the expectations that God would do great things for me. And guess what he does? Even when it looked like it's going wrong for me. Miss Universe last year went wrong for me. Do you know what happened because of Miss Universe, though? It turned well, around. Yep. Right, yeah. The good came out of it. Mm. I got news for you. I've been ate up alive with this Donald Trump meeting. But watch what God do. See, problem people don't have is you don't know how God works. You just over there running your mouth, commenting on stuff you don't even know nothing about. I expect great things to happen to me, therefore it will. And watch, because I live my life with the expectation. I don't right. look at myself as doom and gloom. It's over. It's never over, y'all. Y'all can change your life if you change your attitude. I'm telling you, man, don't think this just worked for certain people. Amen, Steve. Thank you. All right. Uh, coming up Thank next, uh, yeah. something funny. Let's do something funny, Steve. It's Black History Month. Uh, let's get one in today, huh? Little known Black oh, okay. History Little known fact. Black yeah. History Month uh -huh. facts. These <laughs> yes. are, this is a comedy bitch, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You probably just got that reminder in the mail in the form of a maintenance fee that, yes, you still own that timeshare. And that maintenance fee always seems to climb. Last year, the average maintenance fee was $920. If you're tired of paying for a timeshare that you're not using or can't use, visit Timeshare Exit Team. They'll get you out safely, legitimately, and forever, or you get every penny back. With local experts all across the country, visit TimeshareExitTeam.com. TimeshareExitTeam.com. Hey, good morning, y'all. Coming up, uh, we're going to do uh, something funny. Uh, he going to the phone. <laughs> yeah. Say we it. got a lady on the phone uh -huh. that did a song about the Patriots. Uh -huh. <laughs> And you know this how. Y'all got to hear this. Uh, I don't like the song. <laughs> Let it go, Junior. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's go to line seven and talk to T out of Tennessee. Hey, T out of Tennessee. Hey, Steve. Good morning, morning crew. Hey, great. Hey, T. Hey, morning, T. What's your opinion? Um, Steve, I wanted to just tell you this. I ride and die with you. I love me some Steve Harvey and his morning crew. But when it came to the game, I had to separate myself for a minute. I was so disappointed you was rooting for Atlanta Falcons. So while I, while I partied myself, I wrote a little song, and it goes a little something like this. 
Mm-mm. Here's the story of a man named Brady who no, had some haters all of his own. There was a group of several so? people that gathered on their own. They said, you're a deflator and you a cheater, and they will never, ever, ever be a believer. So this is the story of a man named Brady who has his own logo. That's how we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, all right, T. T. I don't like the song, T. Hey, baby. <laughs> I liked it, T. I liked it. Me too. T. Yes. T, don't call him no more. It was cute, T. It was cute, no, it girl. Wasn't t- it was cute, sure. <laughs> It was cute. Brady, uh, get it. Brady Bunch, yeah. Brady Tom, Brady. Cute. All right, we got all that. It still wasn't good. Ooh, you lost. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, T. Thank you, T. Yeah. I like the song. I thought it was cute. (laughs) Patriots fans are. (laughs) Patriots fans are celebrating all week. And coming up next, it's Run That Prank Back from the Nephew. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all get ready. Coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, Tommy's not here again today, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we don't need him because we got everything that makes him outside income. We have all the pranks our damn self. <laughs> so <laughs> sit your ass at house if you want to. Joe, stupid behind. We got everything that's of value that you offer to this show. Your damn pranks. And we're going to be playing one of them when we come back. It's run that prank back. And guess what? We're going to do this one, Tommy. We need you to be a slave. <laughs> That's the one we doing. We need you to be a slave. It's Black History Month. So wrong for that. Steve. Then when Tommy called the dude to uh, call him at work and told him, uh, "Yeah, you know, we need yeah, you know, yeah." Mm-hmm. All the black dude was on there talking about us. Oh, gonna be great. I love Black History Month. Anything I can do to move the company forward. Tommy said, "Well, this year." brother, attitude change towards them people down there. Tommy told him, we want you to come in. We're going to do a reenactment. We want you to be a slave. Can you imagine? Hold on, hold on, man. He said, hold on, hold on, man. Let me get this right. You want me to be what now? The white dude told him, want you to be a slave. Ah. Oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Tommy almost got killed on that one. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Miss Glenda, please. This is she speaking. Uh, Miss Glenda, this is Gary. Gary, I'm with the um, Black History of Okay. You uh you you participated last year in the in the Black History Parade, am I right? Yes, I sure did. Uh, okay, I got your name from one of the members on the committee, and we're trying to see if you can actually be of some help for this year's Black History uh for this month. I sure would. Be glad to help. Okay, listen, um, we're having an auction tomorrow, and wanted to see if you could uh, actually maybe be of some help with the auction that we actually have going on tomorrow. Yes. Do I need to donate anything or? But no, is that what uh, you need? No, we're not really trying to get some a donation from you this time. We're trying to see if you have some time tomorrow to come out and actually help out with the actual auction. Okay. What time tomorrow? Uh, probably like about nine o'clock in the morning. I can do that. Okay. Now we're asking that you wear something that you'll be comfortable in all day tomorrow, if possible. Okay. Okay. Pretty much an all-day event that we're trying to get you to do. Okay. 
I can be there around nine, but I'm gonna have to leave about four. Well, we'll I tell you what, we'll see what we can, well, how we can work it out. But we, we definitely want you to come and be a part of what we're doing. So, what is it that you really need me to do? Um, well, actually, you know, we, we we got a lot of people doing different things at the, uh, you know, at the auction. You know, so we just want you to come out and be of some help uh, with everything that's going on. Okay. Well, I want to be prepared. So, what exactly do I need to do? Work the concession stand, something like that? No, really. What we had is actually you being a part of the auction. Being a part of the auction, such as. Well, what we're doing tomorrow is we have already we already have 50 people who are signed up, and you would be, you know, uh, one of those people that are, that are, that are signed up to do the actual. Uh, what it is, is is we're having slaves for a day. And what we're going to be doing is auctioning you off, and somebody's going to buy you tomorrow. And you'll be their slave, slave for the day. Slave? Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll be their slave for the day. That's what, the, that's what we've decided to do with the black history. We've decided I to do. I didn't mean, I, I, don't, I want to participate, but being a slave, no. Okay, but see, what you, but, but you, I want you to understand that this is a worthy cause, though. You know, I'm we saying want, it's you know, a worthy cause, but I'm not going to be no slave. Well, well you, I mean, you don't have to call it a slave. I mean, a, a servant, you know, a, a butler, you know what I mean? Slave, Whatever you want to call private, it. I'm just saying. Same but, damn thing. No. I ain't going to be no slave. Okay, okay, ma'am, ma'am, Ms. Glenda, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is a worthy call for the black history. And we're trying to get you to be there. Somebody may buy you for $500 tomorrow. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Are, 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 you, are, you, are you turning us down for a worthy cause, Ms. Glenda? Yes, I am turning your down. Don't call me with that kind of no more. I mean, I don't understand what, what the problem is. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes we got to repeat history so we don't go back to the history. Sometimes we got to do it again so we don't go back to it. You understand? But here it is, it seems like you you acting like a, a, a house Negro or, or something. Like you too uppity a or house something. Negro. A house Negro. Who's the chairman of, of this? Excuse me? The chairman. Last time I spoke with Mr. Wilson and we didn't have no like this. Okay, and I understand that, but what I'm trying to explain to you is this is something that... I don't want do- you to explain a thing to me. Do not call me with this kind of again. Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? Do you understand me? Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? We already have... You're not going to sell me. We sell have you listed to be sold tomorrow. Sell your... We've got you listed to be sold tomorrow, ma'am. Can we please I'm make sure... I'm not going to be sold. And you. Do not call here again. Hey, listen, if you don't show up tomorrow, then we will come to your house and sell you there. Come to my house? We, I, I, I wish got, you, if I got to come I to wish get you, you sold, would come to my house. Bring your me? over here if you want to. Listen, I will come there to sell you if you're not going to come out to the auction. Come on to my house. You bad. Come on to my house. Okay, I tell you, and you know what? I need you to do this. You, you need to start saying yes, sir, and no, sir to me right now. Okay? Kiss I need my, to get you in the, in the frame of mind of, of being a slave of the day. Okay? I didn't hear what you said. Kiss my black I'm coming to your house tomorrow, and I'm going to sell you in front of your house if you don't come down to the auction tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. You better not bring your to my house. You better not. Do you understand me? I don't march for civil rights. I don't have time for no like that. And we got a black man for president? you. I understand we got a black man for president, but right now we're trying to raise some money for black history and we need to sell you tomorrow morning. You're not going to sell me, You're not going to sell me, You and don't call my house no more. Do you understand? Do not call. I understand exactly what you're saying. Can I tell you something else? Who else going to be sold tomorrow? Hell no. Don't tell me, I, I got one more thing I do need to tell you. 
What is it? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister's My sister? <laughs> My sister? <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh-uh. I'm going to get her. <laughs> I can't believe she done did this. <laughs> Miss Glenda, you all right? I'm all right. This is some crazy <laughs> I can't believe this. I'm gonna whoop her. <laughs> I'm gonna whoop her for this. <laughs> it don't sound like you were gonna get sold, no way. <laughs> Hell no. You wasn't getting on this auction block, huh? No, no way. <laughs> Miss Wendell's been there. I've been at the sit-ins, the marches. I've done some of everything. Yes, ma'am. Well, I tell you what, Miss Glenn, if it wasn't for people like you, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. That's so right. We, we we show thank you. We show thank you. I just wanted to play a joke on you. Did I get you? Yes, you did. <laughs> you sure did. All right, I got one more. I got one more thing to ask you. What is what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with that <laughs> ignorant <laughs> nephew Tommy. <laughs> We love you, Miss Glenda. Okay, love you too. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, well, now that the Super Bowl is over and the New England Patriots are the world champions, according to the New York Daily News, President Trump called NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell a dope. Uh, the highlight quote was um, when Trump referred to Goodell as a dope and a stupid guy. Yeah, I thought he said stupid in there, too. Mr. Wow. Trump went on to elaborate that the commissioner was a failure on all things from the Ray Rice incident all the way to deflate gate. To crystallize this point, Trump theorized that Goodell uh, blew the rice deal so bad that he thought he had to make up for it through Tom Brady. Wow. wow. Well, he certainly did get booed when he came out on the field. Uh, no, uh, he got, yeah, he got booed, man. Yeah. I, I don't even yeah, know how Sunday he kept night. Talking, but I tell you what, but as soon as he got through talking, he mm. walked right down him step. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, he was no longer on the podium. Get out while you can. <laughs> get out. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, Miss Ann is here with today's headlines. Good morning, Miss Ann. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody out there. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Well, the attorney general of 15 states and the District of Columbia joining the legal fight against President Trump's ban on travel to this country. According to a legal brief filed with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, California alone, alone has more than 1,800 students, faculty and medical students and residents that would be negatively affected, they say, by the new administration's entry restrictions. So the state of California and the other states are in support, they say, of that lower court's recent suspension of the president's order, that lower court in Seattle. The Ninth Circuit Court has scheduled oral arguments later today by phone on the matter. Mr. Trump says his ban is necessary to protect national security and to keep potential terrorists out of this country. So for now, though, those who hold visas, valid visas, are arriving in the United States. Hundreds of medical students, by the way, and faculty members rallied outside Northwestern University School of Medicine in Chicago last week to try and save the Affordable Health Care Act, or Obamacare. That demonstration uh, was part of a larger one entitled White Coats for Coverage. It was organized by medical students of all colors across the country. Protesters say that while Obamacare isn't perfect, plugging, pu- pulling the rug out from under the feet of the most vulnerable patients is certainly not the answer. Well, the U.S. Senate is expected to vote later today on the confirmation of President Trump's nominee to head the Department of Education. 
a lady named Betsy DeVos, and the vote is expected to be real close. Senate Democrats protested her nomination overnight on the floor of the Senate, with Michigan Democrat Gary Peters saying DeVos is simply out of her debt for the job. Given Mrs. DeVos's weak performance in her interview before the American people and her inability to demonstrate a basic understanding of key education concepts, I do not think that we can give her a passing grade. Two Republicans have also announced their opposition to DeVos's nomination. The Democrats are hoping to get at least one more Republican to stand with them. However, DeVos will probably get the nod, folks, because the confirmation hearing for Trump's pick for U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions was postponed so that he could cast a vote for DeVos. And if there's a tie, 50-50, which is what it looks like it's going to be, Vice President Mike Pence will break the tie. And, of course, he's vice president, so he's going to go with the president. Okay, lawyers for former New England Patriots Aaron Hernandez asking for a three-month delay for the start of Hernandez's double murder trial because of what they say is a mountain of new information. The Boston Herald reporting that the former NFL players' attorneys say some of the new info includes the fact that prosecutors are going to be calling eight new witnesses. They want to find out about them. Hernandez accused of gunning down a friend and of earlier drive-by killings of two other men outside of a club. And today is Black HIV and AIDS Awareness Day. It's African American Coaches Day. And it's also Send a Letter to a Friend Day, something so many of us no longer do. Back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I thank you, Miss Ann. Uh, hey, let's go to the phones. Y'all still upset about the Patriots winning, huh? <laughs> I'm going to turn this into counseling. Y'all keep on. Help them, Steve. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, line one, Cora out of Tennessee. Hello, hey, baby. Cora. Hey, how y'all doing this morning? No, we fine, baby. I'm going to just go and teach Atlanta Falcons how to deal with this. I'm from Cleveland. (laughs) I can help you through it. Go ahead. I'm going to just start counseling people. What can I do for you, Cora? (laughs) I'm just first, first, Steve. I want to say Miss T, the one with the song, the Brady song, Mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved it. Absolutely. Uh Uh-huh. It was was a beautiful song. It's a very beautiful song, Steve. Didn't you love it? Yes, I loved it, too. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I I'm loved it too. I'm uh-huh. gonna say this. It, at the end of the day, minus the deflated balls, everything that everybody's trying to say, you have uh-huh. to give Tom Brady his props. He yeah. is yes, we a great quarterback. He is great. He is yes, a great he is the greatest. Yes, thank you for calling. <laughs> yeah. Let's go next line phone call. two. Let's Jay go. out of Georgia. Hey Jay. Good morning. How y'all doing? Jay, what's going on? What's your opinion, man? Uncle Steve, I'm from Atlanta. I live in Atlanta, but I'm from New Orleans, so we wasn't mm-hmm. going for him anyway. So <laughs> I woke up this morning, I fried me some Steve Harvey bacon, I made me a BLT, I'm riding around Atlanta looking for them rise up flags and laughing at all of them. Oh, that's cold. <laughs> yep, thank you, man. That's one way to get over it. Don't care about it. All right, coming up at 18 after the hour, more calls. <laughs> if you want to vent, 877-29-STEVE is the number. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a lot of options when it comes to buying flowers for Valentine's, but there's only one Rose Authority. And that's why every year I keep coming back 
to 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers never fails to wow with their elegant and stunning bouquets. 1-800-Flowers has a wide selection of beautiful rose bouquets and arrangement, and they start at just $29.99. These breathtaking roses from 1-800-Flowers are picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness and your loved one's amazement. 1-800-Flowers has exclusive offers for Steve Harvey listeners. Today's offer is 24 multicolored roses for only $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for just $10 more. But they're only available while supplies last. When it comes to Valentine's season, I don't settle for anything less than my rose authority. All right, we back. Coming up next, I'm telling y'all I'm going to start counseling Falcon fans about the Super Bowl. It's over and get over it because it is over you. The Super Bowl then made all their money. They own to next year. They don't give a damn who in it. They want the Cowboys to be in it because that's the most fun. Okay. Oh, yeah. If New England get in there. Eugene ain't here because Tommy's not here. <laughs> Uh, Eugene ain't here. Let's go to the phone. All right, let's go to line three and talk to Dana out of North Carolina. Hey, Dana. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? What's your comment? I'm doing great. The ultimate therapy for the Falcons fan would be to drive down 85 and take a Carolina fan to lunch. Okay. Drive drive up 85 and take a Carolina fan to lunch. That's real nice, baby. That's, that's nice. really good. Is it, is it a man you're trying to talk to, a Falcon fan, uh-huh. man? I'm actually a Panthers fan. But the guy you're trying to Well, Cam had a great commercial yesterday. Oh, yeah, he did. And so did Morgan Freeman. But Cam did, too. Yes. What? Cam she did. say well, Morgan yes. Freeman one more time. One more time. <laughs> I don't know how you guys don't see it. But anyway, yeah, we loved Cam Newton's commercial. It was good. But Morgan don't know you, Shirley. He can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just listen to the show. <laughs> I'm his biggest fan. All right, Dana, thank you. Uh, let's go to line four and talk to Markeisha out of D.C. Markeisha. Hey, Shirley and Carla. Shirley and Carla. Oh, my goodness. I love you guys so much. So sweet. Oh, we love oh, you too, hey, Markeisha. Markeisha. Hey, um, and hi, Steve. Hi. <laughs> you too, Walona. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Is her no, name Walona? No. Her Markeisha. name Markeisha. Markeisha. He, he, no, because see, I'm gonna have to work with him soon. He doesn't know this, but I'm telling you. So I'm sorry. I just gotta say this. Me personally, I feel like the Falcons—they just got too comfortable. Just like a relationship, they got in and they got comfortable. That's just my opinion. Uh-huh. But the icing on the cake was that four years of bad hair commercial. People say they didn't see it. The four years of bad hair commercial. What? I don't. We didn't, yeah, I, head and shoulders. Yeah, they say no. It was called Ten Hair. Ten Hair Care. No one saw it. Oh, 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 oh! Are are you talking about uh, the Super Bowl commercial? Yeah, four years of bad hair. Oh. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh yeah. Is yeah. Morgan Freeman in mm-hmm. that? <laughs> That's all. Surely care oh. about if Morgan Freeman was in. <laughs> Commercial. Girl. I didn't see it if he wasn't in it. <laughs> you know, let me uh, teach y'all a little something about making phone calls on radio stations. Try to connect your information to something. 
Don't just call in here and have random ass thoughts. Just <laughs> you, out here, just. Steve, you're supposed oh, yeah. to be you helping know, uh, them. That, this that, is a therapy call. You're supposed to be. No, I'm going to give her therapy. Because <laughs> you just in here talking about the Parkins <laughs> and then it went over there and then it's four years of bad hair. Huh? Where did that come from? I don't know. You didn't. You got to say, and then, you know, my favorite commercial was the one about four years of bad yeah. hair. Then we can stay with you. Right. Don't call in here tripping us out. <laughs> People Everybody trying to get through this today. thing. Yeah, we do that enough. Just tripping. <laughs> we trip enough on this show. I need, need some other. LSD to listen to this damn phone call. <laughs> but it started off so well. <laughs> hey, Shirley and Carla. I love that part. Oh, yeah, and hey, Steve. I love that part. I'm just saying. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, listen, everybody, do you want more data without a huge wireless bill? On a blazing fast 4G LTE network? Well, with Simple Mobile, you'll get more speed and more data for $60 a month. Want better wireless? The answer is simple. It's Simple Mobile. All right, y'all, coming up next, we're going to tell which late-night snacks could sabotage your weight loss goals, and we're going to find out about my late-night snacks. Oh, oh. That's going to be interesting. All right. Well, um, we all love a late night snack, uh, but what you reach for could sabotage your weight loss goals. Now, this is according to Women's Health. Certain pre-bedtime snacks can keep you tossing and turning. They can lead you to overeat the next day and mess with your fat-burning hormones, all right? Mm, okay. Dark chocolate is one oh. of them, and you know we all love dark chocolate. <laughs> you uh, cut, me, cut me deep. <laughs> yes. When it comes to satisfying your sweet tooth before bed, this seems like a healthy choice. But it's actually um, exactly what you don't want when you're going to sleep. Caffeine and sugar. Sleeping on a surge of quick-acting sugar is the perfect environment for fat storage. Spicy Mm. salsa. It's the heartburn that you have to worry about here. Mm. While a glass of red wine does uh, does have health-boosting antioxidants, it still doesn't make a good nightcap. A lot of people drink a glass of wine before bedtime. Mm -hmm. You might have a hard time reaching the deep uh, restoration. Huh? Callan, good nighttime. Might not be healthy, but it'll put your ass to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh, you're talking about liquor. Okay. Uh, you know, you should you should wait an hour before hitting the sheets um, for each glass of alcohol that you drink, okay? So you drink a glass of alcohol. Don't get immediately into the bed. Wait an hour, it says. So, Steve, what's your favorite? It brings me to you. What is your favorite nighttime, late night snack? I like ham sandwich. <laughs> what? That's... <laughs> I healthy. think a good ass ham sandwich. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> that worked. Okay. Uh, I like ham sandwiches. I like uh, mm-hmm. oxtails. You know, if I can get <laughs> that's heavy. Big ass See? bowl of oxtails and rice. Yeah, that'll lay You're me right on up. down. I'm good you, to go. That's, that's a late night snack. Up. That's the whole mm-hmm. meal. Yeah. <laughs> but my auntie, my auntie eat that. She eat pot roast and potatoes. That's that's pretty much it before bed. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You know, black folks in in in, in the city hood, in, my, in the hood, my grandmother, they, that's what they do. Whatever they cook at seven thirty, you finna eat that at eleven thirty. I remember Lee training. You had a- Lee Lee Haney, your trainer, Steve said, "Eat for what you're getting ready to do." Yeah, which that's means his if you're rule. ready to go to bed, you shouldn't eat nothing because you ain't finna do it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, go ahead that's on what and he eat. Said. But I don't listen to Lee a lot. <laughs> Hell, I'm not finna be Mr. Olympia. <laughs> that ain't your goal or nothing like that. You ever had a bag of skins before you go to bed? I have not. Now, you no. can't lay down on skins. Let me tell y'all that the right now. Because <laughs> they don't go down at all. You ever had? You ever ate some bunch of skins and didn't drink enough water and they get stuck right there in the middle of your chest? <laughs> oh, uh-uh. And then you drink a little bit of water and all it do is expand them. Now you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> now you're you dying. skins and damn near died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm from the hood. I bought a pack of skins one time. Was coming home eating them, and then some boys started chasing me. Mm-hmm. I damn near choked to death. <laughs> <laughs> <Running from me. laughs> some pork skins is uh, not for running. Wow, man. Okay, <laughs> so no pork skins for late night snack. All right, oxtail. Yeah, I'm saying. Here's one you more. Ever been Here's... chased while you was eating a slice of what? watermelon. No. Oh, man. Why? Been a little boy heading up the street and then, give me that watermelon, you <laughs> <still laughs> punk ass. <laughs> I'm skinny. Can't fight. Got to get on in the wind. <laughs> still trying to eat that watermelon. watermelon. <laughs> I tucked that slice of watermelon under my arm like a football. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was clearing hedges and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Once you chase me, you're not catching That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bottom line, no sugar before you go to bed, okay? It's not good See, for you. See, you know, man, they lay the chocolate on the pillows in your hotel. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you eat them. And I just did that because it'd be so good. At yes. Yeah. Delicious. And can't do chocolate, can't do uh, spicy sauce, and what else they say? Wine. Ooh. At least wait an hour. Yeah. All right, uh, <laughs> we got to go to break. All right, y'all, we come back after the break. Uh, 48 after, well, Tommy got a prank phone call. He's not here today. Tommy uh, was at the Super Bowl, with him. Uh-huh. and I, th- I just think he got drunk. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's Tommy's prank phone call. My is the ring. The ring. That's the prank phone call. Tommy got a prank phone call. He's not here today. Tommy uh was at the Super Bowl. With him. Uh-huh. And I thought I just think he got drunk. Didn't see her coming. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh Denise please. Uh yes, this is she. Hi Denise. My name is Gavin. I'm a, I'm actually the head jeweler here at Diamond. No, how you doing? I'm good. You brought your ring in. What was it last week? I, I, I actually wasn't here, but you gave it to one of my salespersons, yes. and um, yes, you, you wanted to get it resized as well as, as as get it appraised, correct? Yes, yes, yes. And you don't have to tell him I did that. I want to do the appraisal <laughs> on my own. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Listen, I actually did resize the ring, and, okay. and first of all, let me be the first to say. Um, uh, congratulations. When When is your wedding? Thank you. I'm getting married in September. Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank Listen, I don't know how to tell you this. Now, as far as the appraisal is concerned, I've looked at your ring over and over, and <laughs> this this ring is probably worth maybe fifty dollars. Excuse me. I've 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 been I've been in this business for over twenty years. But you know what? I'm confused on what you just said. And I understand that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that. I've been in this business for over 20 years. I've seen so many different pieces of jewelry. Mm-hmm. And this is something that you that you buy late night on an infomercial mm-hmm. for 19.99. This this is a cubic zirconian stone and the the gold 
is not real at all. It's oh, like gold wait, 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 wait. You, wait, you lost me. You lost me as much money as my man make and as much money as my father is putting down on his wedding or has put down. And you're going to Ma'am, I understand finish. everything you're saying, but Denise, honestly. No, 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 no. I, no. What I, I need you, you want... to do is hold on. Wait, wait, I, wait. No, 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 no. I need you to hold on because we need to call Victor. Wait, wait, man. Hold no, no, no. First of all, I can't. Wait. No, sir. Wait, wait, wait. Slow, no, sir, wait, wait, wait. Sir, hold can, on. Hold okay, on. Can you slow down for a second? I need you to hold on because we're going to get on the phone, okay? Wait, wait, wait. What are you trying to What you trying to do? Sir, I need you to repeat to what you just said to me. Okay, man, I that's can't all get I in need the you to do. Of personal stuff, man. I... You, oh, you in it? It's personal now, so I need you to hold on, okay? Oh, she calling her man. Okay, thank, thank, thank. Hello, Victor. Hey, I need up, you to man? listen to this dealer that's on the phone. I'm, I want you to hear this that he just told me. Wait, wait, hold on. What's the, what's the problem? What you mean? What's the problem? He gonna tell you what the problem is. Go ahead on, on, sir. Go ahead on, on. Who's uh, this? Uh, hello. Yeah, who's this? All right, my name is Gavin. I'm from uh, Diamonds. And actually, your wife—I mean, well, your fiance rather—she she brought her ring in to actually be resized. Yeah. And we uh, we also did an appraisal on the ring for her, and actually, the ring is estimated to be only in the worth of around fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Fifty. That's what the man said. Fifty dollars. Hold on, Denise. Hold on, Denise. Well, sir, uh, obviously, there's some sort of mistake, sir. Now, what you got to say uh, about that, Victor? Hold on. Wait. Hold Fifty dollars. That's that's got to be some kind of mistake. So, what'd you say your name was, sir? My name is Gavin. I work here at Diamonds. I'm the head jeweler here. I've been here for twenty years. Yeah, and, uh, well, there, there's there's no way that that ring is worth fifty dollars. I know what I paid for it, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. obviously there's some sort of mistake. Mm-hmm. Sir, it, it, there's it, not it, a mistake. Right. I've been dealing with jewelry. I've seen it. I I can pretty much look at a ring, but I actually went into detail on this one, as I do all of them. And sir, I promise you, this is probably maybe between forty and fifty dollars before it's worth it. No, no, mm-hmm. a- absolutely mm-hmm. not. That's mm-hmm. that's impossible. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, I, how is that I, impossible? I, He's the jeweler. You heard him say he's been doing it for twenty. Yeah, but how is that impossible? I don't understand that. Like, All the money that my daddy putting down on this wedding, and you I gonna mean, pay fifty dollars for sir, a you ring? Bought a, you bought a cheap ring, sir. No, 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 no. I did not buy a cheap Victor. ring. Victor, this is this is this is obviously some kind of mistake. You didn't got you oh, you sure got, got that right. <laughs> you sure got that right. So what you got to say for yourself? Fifty dollars? You can't, you cannot believe that that's right. That's this is obviously some kind of mistake, mm. sir. Oh, I, it is a mistake. A mistake, and me thinking I'm gonna get married to the man of my dreams. I do have the engagement ring that was purchased and bought for your wife. Mm. No, you I don't think you. I don't think you do. Be. I don't think you have my ring mm. because if you mm. have my ring, mm. you wouldn't be telling me it is worth fifty dollars. Mm. Sir, I, mm. I have the ring that, that your wife, that your fiance brought fiance. in. Fiance, well, ain't his wife yet. Hold on, hold on. The man is trying to explain. I'm trying to get to the bottom. <laughs> okay, excuse you... me. Excuse thank me. you, thank you. So you have, I don't think you have the right ring. Uh, sir, Mr. I have the right ring, and what I'm letting you know, sir, is that this is something you buy on an infomercial in, the, in 2 yeah, o'clock in the morning. Hold on, man, hold on. Dude, you don't, yeah. <laughs> infomercial. you like that? I ain't buying no damn ring on infomercial. I bought the ring from a reputable establishment. I have the receipt. Hmm. I have the certificate. So, Obviously, the mistake is on your end. Where are you sir, going? the mistake is not here. Sir, you bought a piece of junk. Mister, he's been doing it all these years. How the hell he going to make a mistake? Where the f*** you come off telling me I bought a piece of junk? I know what I bought. If there's any mistake that's been made, it's on your end. Where, sir, where? it's not on my end. Here, hold on. Don't, don't, don't raise the mistake. Don't raise the you one thing, Victor. My dad is paying too much money for this wedding. So your dog going to pay $50 on dollars for a dog on wedding. You wait till I tell him this 
chill. Hold on. First of all, I don't appreciate Sir, you. I want to tell you this. This is a typical case of you trying to pawn it off on oh, us because you, you bought a piece of stuff for 50 bucks. Oh, all the money that you thought I was on back and I get $50 worth of a ring? Denise, hold on. Let me talk to you. So, uh, hmm. Where are you calling yeah, from, Get to talking. Get to Diamonds. talking. Mm-hmm. Diamonds. I ain't never heard of that where is it? Mm-hmm. So your wife knows exactly where it is. She's the one that brought the ring in. I tell you what, I'm going to come down there to see the ring that you're talking about. If it's not the ring that I gave my girl, I'm going to take $7,600 out of your because that's what wait, I wait, paid wait, for wait, the So now you want to jump on me because you bought your wife a piece of Come on and now. And you want to put it on me. You, you don't tell me what the I know what the I spent on a ring. And you, I don't know what kind of you're trying to pull. First of all, I don't appreciate you coming to my household trying to mess my and you want to come at me with this? I know the ring better be real. <laughs> no that. If I were you, Miss Denise, I would not marry somebody that's going to be... I'm coming and I'm looking for your punk. And you know what? You don't get the ring and it ain't right me and you're going to go at it. Can I say one more thing to both of you all? i tell you what, if it ain't some that I want to hear, me and you going to have some more problems. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Y'all just got pranked by Denise's sister. That... <laughs> That's why she ain't got no man today. Wow. That's uncool, man. Wow. That's uncool, Tommy. You about to start some <laughs> Wow. Nick, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I will make man. it up you know, to you, baby. You I am play with sorry. a woman's ring? <sighs> I got to ask y'all something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Wow. <laughs> The, the Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey Morning Show. Show. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back. Top of the hour. Buckle up. Hold on tight. This is how you do it. Buckle up and hold on tight. <laughs> You're listening to the Strawberry Letter. This is my BS voice. This is how I try to sound sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Even though my chin and throat is the same muscle. <laughs> <laughs> From the side, I look like a turtle, a hard-shell turtle. Oh, man. For those of you who don't know what I'm going to do with my life, this is Thomas Miles. I'm going to be the... I'm going to be the... I'm going to be the new poster boy for Turtle Wax. <laughs> you are so wrong. <laughs> Shut up, Junior. <laughs> I love that because I just thought about that turtle. <laughs> I thought about that bottle that put Tommy on that bottle. The shell is actually my tall ass. Ladies and gentlemen, the strawberry letter with my girl, Shirley Strawberry. <laughs> Thank you, Junior. Great job you're doing today. Subject, as I mentioned, is it too late to tell her he's a dog? Three years ago, my best friend married what she thought to be the man of her dreams. He was my husband's good friend from college, and we introduced them at a cookout. After they had dated for a year, my husband informed me that his friend was also dating someone else besides my friend. Being the good friend that I am and feeling guilty for hooking her up with this two-timing dog, I immediately informed her. She brushed it off and said she was already aware of it and that she had ended it with the that he had ended it with the other female. On their wedding day, my husband informed me that my best friend, soon to be husband's ex, was sitting in the church and she was pregnant. I was in utter shock and had no idea how to handle this situation. Not wanting to ruin her day, I kept my mouth shut. 
Mr. Dog must have spotted her in the pew because he was stuttering and sweating bullets. Luckily, the female remained quiet and the wedding went on without incident. Every night, I am laden with guilt because I know my best friend's husband is scum and has a secret family she knows nothing about. At this point, I feel too much time has passed for me to say anything, but the more I see him, it makes my skin crawl. To add insult to injury, you can clearly see the other female in the wedding wedding video. Was I wrong not to say anything? And is it too late to tell her now? Okay, stay out of it. I'll say it again, friend. Stay out of it. Yes, it's too late. Don't even think about it. You see what happened when you told her the first time. She brushed it off. It's right there in your letter. You said she brushed it off and she said she was already aware of it. What you should have learned from that was that she was not trying to hear anything you had to say about her man. Plain and simple. So don't go making that same mistake twice. She may not take it as well the second time around. All right? Uh, Your role as her friend is to be there for her when the truth does come out about the real father of the baby, her whack husband. Then you step in and be her friend. Steve? Wow. Uh, This letter has uh, dirt on it uh, all the way through. Uh, I feel for the girl. Let me just go over a couple things ago. Uh, Three years ago, uh, your best friend married what she thought was be the man of her dreams. Uh, That happens to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It ain't just your friend. Uh, He was my husband's good friend from college. We introduced him at a cookout. Y'all just did a nice thing. After they dated for a year, your husband told you that his friend was also dating someone else besides my friend. Okay, now, that's a husband talking to his wife now. I just want you to understand, husbands tell wives stuff that they can't tell nobody else. Mm -hmm. So I want you to understand that that was a natural order thing. Your husband going, hey, my boy dating another girl. You know, I'm just letting you know that, you know, he dating somebody else. That's a man talking to his wife. A, A husband's secrets can go deeper with his wife than even his best friend long as the secret ain't about him. Mm-hmm. You understand? We'll tell you about a lot of other stuff, long as it ain't about <laughs> You ain't finna find right. nothing, nothing new about us. <laughs> I just want to clear see. that up. Yes. Yeah. We don't tell everything. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Hold on now. But you will get some information from your husband that, that he won't share with anybody else, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Being a good friend that I am, feeling guilty for hooking up with the two-timing dog, I immediately informed her. See, now you already stepped out the box. Now you immediately informed her about this man. She brushed it off, said she already aware of it and that he had ended it with the other female. On the wedding day, your husband informed you that my best friend, soon to be his husband's ex, excuse me, you're at the wedding. Mm-hmm. The dude's ex that he apparently broke it off with was sitting in the church and she was pregnant. Uh-oh. <laughs> what, That's Steve? All I, what? Uh-oh. <laughs> That's it? Oh, hell. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm telling you all the stuff that the groom is saying. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Oh, no, she didn't. Father God. Lord Jesus. She just said <laughs> Lord. And she's not, he's not calling him Lord. Oh, what is he it's Lord. It's two syllables. You know, like Lloyd, Lloyd Jackson. Uh-huh. 
That's when you're really in trouble. I was in utter shock and had no idea how to handle the situation. It wasn't nothing for you to handle. Just be quiet. Not wanting to ruin her day, I kept my mouth shut, as you should. Mr. Dog must have spotted her in the pew because he was stuttering and sweating bullets. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. That was some stuff on his leg, too, and hopefully the tuxedo pants oh, was dark. And you weren't able to say that. It was some you stuff fool. on his leg. Solid and liquid. I want you to know that, too. Luckily, the female it's remained breakfast. quiet and the wedding went on without incident. Oh, it was incident. <laughs> Y'all just once again didn't see the incident. Right. That wedding was not incident free. Matter of fact, it was an incident and an accident. And it was on the groom. Yes. Every night I'm laden with guilt about whether my best friend husband is scum and I held the secret and, oh, excuse me. Every night I'm laden with guilt because I know my best friend's husband is scum and has a secret family she knows nothing about. Mm-hmm. At this point, I feel too much time has passed for me to say anything, but the more I see him, it makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. Stop letting your skin crawl, first of all. It really ain't your problem. You ain't got to like the guy, but I don't. I think I agree with Shirley. You got to be quiet. To add insult to injury, you can clearly see the other female in the wedding video. Uh, oh, she said right uh, where the camera was. That's just wrong. Oh, My girl doing the most. She in all the camera shots. All over the all over the the, 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 the shot over the groom's shoulders. He say I do. She probably rubbing her stomach all in the video. Yeah, I do Holding too. her mouth like she having morning sickness. To the bride and groom. Yeah. If you look carefully, she's mouthing the words into the camera. This what? show, baby. Uh, yeah. to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a lot of options when it comes to buying flowers for Valentine's, but there is only one Rose Authority. And that's why every year I keep coming back to 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers never fails to wow with their elegant and stunning bouquets. 1-800-Flowers has a wide selection of beautiful rose bouquets and arrangements, and they start at just $29.99. These breathtaking roses from 1-800-Flowers are picked at their peak and shipped overnight to ensure freshness and your loved one's amazement. 1-800-Flowers has exclusive offers for Steve Harvey listeners. Today's offer is 24 multicolored roses for only $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for just $10 more. But they're only available while supplies last. When it comes to Valentine's season, I don't settle for anything less than my rose authority. 1-800-Flowers.com To get amazing Valentine's deals like 24 multicolored roses for only $29.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for only $10 more, go to 1-800-Flowers.com slash strawberry. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash strawberry. Why wait to wow? Order right now. All right, y'all. I got part two of this letter coming up right after this. Follow me. Chicago and them. You know, this woman that showed up at the wedding pregnant, that's pregnant by this man, obviously. The, 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 oh, the wedding day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she yeah. in the video mouthing. <laughs> what she said? This your baby. <laughs> she wrong it, Watch the video closer. <laughs> this your baby. 
Now, what you really ought to be grateful for, it ain't none of the girls that went to my high school from Cleveland. Why you say that, Steve? Because once they came to the wedding, uh-huh. that videographer would have been busy. <laughs> what? Why? He would have needed to turn this into a folk camera shoot. Because all hell would have broke loose. Yeah, right. I'm surprised. But okay. what the woman did was she sat there. Yeah, disrespectfully. Just to be so. disrupted. Mm-hmm. But she yeah. know. And she her positioned mission. herself where the groom would know she was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm. she sat there pregnant and oh. watched him say, I do. Mm. I do. Mm. The, I'll tell you right now from the groom's perspective, the greatest moment of that day Mm-hmm. Was after he kissed the bride and walked down the aisle. Uh huh. Was that? That was his greatest moment right there. <laughs> why, Steve? Why you it's over. <laughs> I got through we it. Out. Yeah. 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 She didn't well, say I anything. Got by. Yeah. She ain't say uh-huh. nothing. At least we uh-huh. got out that. Uh-huh. But Pull you really call. need to look at that reception video close too. <laughs> On the electric slide. Because she might be in there slow grinding with your best man in uh-huh. that video. You never know. <laughs> you need to start looking at all your video clips because I'm pretty sure she just showed up somewhere. And you ain't got to worry about it. You can't keep a family secret. No, but it's going to come out. <laughs> it's going to come out. Yeah. So you don't have to say nothing, lady. Just this guy, done, this bed that he done made, he got to lay in it. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> Today's strawberry letter is posted on steveharvey.com. <laughs> you can tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at my girl Shirley. Now, uh, coming up after the break at 34 After, uh, Miss Ann will be here. She'll have our latest news. And uh, whatever President Trump is doing, whatever he did over the night, she'll tell us about it. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, did you know from 2014 to 2015, the average annual timeshare maintenance fee increased by over 8%. Did you see 8% nicer amenities at your timeshare? Was the food 8% better? Then why are you paying more? If you're tired of paying for a timeshare that you're not using or can't use, visit Timeshare Exit Team. They'll get you out safely, legitimately, and forever. Or you get every penny back. With local experts all across the country, visit TimeshareExitTeam.com. TimeshareExitTeam.com. All right, we're back. Uh, Miss Ann is standing by with the news. Uh, we've heard the news that Beyonce is expecting twins. Uh, but we hear the show going to go on. Shirley going to tell us more about that, right? I'm, You know, I'm just going through the motions with this. This is none of my business. Nor this is the type of humor or show I do. <laughs> well, this is good. This is good because news. a lot of people were, were wondering, okay. Steve. Well, yeah. I like her, though. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of her. Okay. Well, Queen Bee is pregnant. We all know that. She's pregnant with twins. She has no intention, no intention, because this was a concern last week when she made the big announcement about her pregnancy and the twins. Uh, She has no intention of canceling her performance at Coachella. She's the headliner at the Coachella Festival. She'll also perform at the 59th Annual Grammy Awards in a little over a week. Now, according to both Entertainment Tonight and Billboard, uh, Beyonce will grace the stage in Los Angeles next weekend. On Thursday, she was spotted rehearsing with her dance team. I said dance team in L.A. Now, if she performs, Beyonce would join a star-studded list of performers. That includes The Weeknd, Alicia Keys, Chance the Rapper, A Tribe Called... Huh? 
I met Chance the Rapper at the White House. Really nice dude. Yeah. yeah. You see his Kit Kat really, commercial. Chance the Rapper mm-hmm. was a really solid dude. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, A Tribe Called Quest is going to be there. Uh, Bruno Mars, Adele, John Legend. The 59th Annual Grammy Awards will be hosted by James Gordon. Uh, Corden, and uh, it'll take place Sunday, February 12th. That's this coming Sunday at the Staples Center in Los Angeles. It'll air live at 8 Eastern on CBS. Wow. Okay. Yep. So Beyonce still performing? Yeah, she, she is. Good news. Yeah. What, that's the Grammys? Yeah. Uh-huh. The mm-hmm. Grammys, and she's headlining. They ain't seen all of them. Like you've seen oh, all like the Super Bowl the, oh, games. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I might have seen nine. Mm. I think I've seen all of them. I've seen quite a few show. and have wow. been through mm. a couple of Grammys. Well, she's here with today's headlines. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Miss Ann. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, everybody out there. Morning, this is Andrew News. Good morning, lovely mm-hmm. ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh, President Trump speaking to troops at McDill Air Force Base in Florida yesterday, still making his case for a more restrictive screening process for people wishing to come to the country. We need strong programs so that people that love us and want to love our country and will end up loving our country are allowed in, not people that want to destroy us. And And that's right. And the president also accuses the media of covering up and not reporting terrorist attacks. It's gotten to a point where it's not even being reported. And in many cases, the very, very dishonest press doesn't want to report it. Now, Trump cites no examples of these cases, but his spokesman, Sean Spicer, said that uh, terrorist attacks, quote, this is his quote, aren't exactly covered to a degree on which they should be, unquote. Spicer's promised to come out with a list of those supposedly underreported terrorist incidents. Meanwhile, the attorney general of 15 states in the District of Columbia have joined the legal fight against President Trump's ban on the travel uh, from certain countries. Uh, In fact, the Ninth Circuit Court scheduled oral arguments by phone today on the matter. As for now, those who hold valid visas are arriving in the United States. A lot of them trying to get here really quickly before things change. Lawyers for former New England Patriots Aaron Hernandez asking for a three-month delay to start Hernandez's double murder trial because of a mountain of new information today. Black HIV and Awareness Day and send a letter to a friend day. Wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, hey, thank you, Miss Ann. Coming up next, Orlando Jones will be here to tell us about uh, BETs. Come on, y'all. Make me proud, man. Babbitt. I knew it. Madiba. But what? <laughs> Madiba. I, I was I was on bets. <laughs> bets Mabita. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I, I knew I knew you were though. That's I why you had to uh, here to tell us about Bets Mabita. <laughs> Mabita. B E T's and then that was too much. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Golly, I love you so much. I just love you. <laughs> Namibia. <laughs> Madiba, uh, Steve. It's Madiba. It's Madiba? a movie. Mm-hmm. No, not no Madiba. <laughs> Madiba. Oh, you thought I said Madiba. Oh, that's a good movie, Madiba. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. Black History mm-hmm. Month. Yeah. Yeah. BET. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, actor Orlando Jones will be here. He's going to tell us about Madiba, Steve. It's BET's historic movie chronicling Nelson Mandela's struggles against apartheid over three nights. It also stars uh, Lawrence Fishburne playing Nelson Mandela. Wow. Looks powerful. It looks powerful. It does. Lawrence Fishburne nails it, too. wonder how Mm -hmm. come they never asked me to do no roles like Mm -mm. that. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. 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 No, sir. Uh -uh. No. You can't play Nelson Mandela. 
Omnis. And you have to have an accent. Omnis. Sounds the same. All right, Steve had to go and do an interview on the Cayman Islands. So mad at him. I can't wait to get there, right? Know, right. <laughs> but we are here, and we're so delighted, delighted to have a special guest for you. Uh, BET's original Madiba is a three-part saga. It tells the definitive story of Nelson Mandela. It premiered on February 1st, and tomorrow night the story continues only on BET at 8 p.m. Eastern. Madiba is the cornerstone of BET's Black History Month programming, and joining us now is one of the big stars of Madiba. Please welcome to the show, we love him, Mr. Orlando Jones. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Oh, oh, oh. look at you. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering, is he really in South Africa? Is there a delay there? <laughs> good morning, Orlando. How are you? I love no, that no, accent. That is- Good morning. I, love- I am very good. I want Steve to know uh-huh. that me and Michael Blackson uh, have a new program. We are coming out. We want to offer him the starting role of Black Man Number Four. Because <laughs> okay. definitely, no I love it. And that's exactly how he'll and sign his autograph. Madaba. Uh, yes. <laughs> right. You can call right. Madaba. Madababa. It does not matter. He has Steve. Let that man be a man. Okay. <laughs> You are so right about that. Uh, Welcome, Orlando. We're so happy to have you now. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne stars as Nelson Mandela. You star as Walter Sisulu, one of Nelson Mandela's closest friends. So tell us about your role in the movie and everything. So I'm playing Oliver Oliver Tambo, and Dave Harewood is actually playing Walter Sisulu. Uh, but you know, I, I get I get us interchanged all the time, girls. So don't even worry about it. <laughs> um, I am. It's a it's an amazing role. Uh-huh. It's an amazing role. It, you know, Walt, Oliver Tambo and and Nelson Mandela, Nelson Mandela and Walter Sisulu were basically best friends. So they okay. they were trying to fight apartheid. They. Uh, Nelson and Oliver knew each other because they had both gotten kicked out of Fort Hare University for causing trouble and organizing the students, uh, you know, for obviously the states. So these three men, along with the you know other groups of people, Govan Becky and Ahmed Kathrada, sort of all got together, turned the prison into a university, oh. created a system of educating people back and forth in university. And Oliver went into exile in uh, in London. And they all fought uh, to take down apartheid over, you know, a 50-year period. So a real honor to play such a, such a, such a distinguished man, really. I feel grateful for the role. Yeah, and you, I mean, we haven't seen you in a minute on screen, so, so it'll definitely be a treat, Orlando, to see you back. And welcome back. So you're playing a character called Oliver Tambo. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Now, Madiba was filmed exclusively in South Africa, we understand, and on Robben Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that like to be in South Africa working on this project, where it all happened so many years it, it, ago? It was crazy. It was, it was wonderful. I mean, obviously, I've, been, I've done three other films in South Africa, so I was familiar with it, but mm-hmm. you know, never going to the actual places where stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, this is South African history, so the cast, everybody's obviously South African, so wow. if you mess up, they'd be looking at you side-eyeing side the whole time, like, you can spill a lot of tea, 
in South Africa if you mess up the accent or you misrepresent the culture. So there was serious pressure on us to make sure uh, we got it right. And most of the Mm -hmm. cast is South African. Terry Feto, who plays Mm -hmm. Winnie Mandela, is uh, is South African. And Tashiwe and Govan Becky. I mean, they're incredible actors in South Africa. They they really killed it, and obviously this this short story is a really source of pride for them. Well, now you sounded great. I'm no uh, authority on South African accents, but it sounded really good and very convincing uh, <laughs> to us. So how do you how do you do you, you do that? How do you do you have to work on that? You have to take those uh, classes and everything to get the accent just right. How did you get that accent like that? Well, you know, uh, they don't they don't do the Daniel Day Lewis for black actors and give us a couple of years to figure it out. Two weeks. You better do what you can. <laughs> yeah, we had and you better days. get it right. <laughs> you better get it right. Uh. I don't want to hear no mistakes or nothing either. Uh, wow, you're so crazy, Orlando. So. <laughs> but it sounds great. I mean, we're no authorities, but whatever you're doing, it sounds. I mean, spot on. You that nailed is all it. All of the tambo. That is absolutely, Oliver had a really interesting voice because he spent 30 years in London mm-hmm. in exile. So okay. he had a lot of, you know, wow. cold sounds and a lot of sort of American sounds. So he had a very specific sort of voice. Okay. I mean, obviously, I've been, you know, doing that sort of thing since, uh, since Mad TV and, you know, just yeah, coming out yeah. of, you know, Sleepy Hollow and mm-hmm. playing sort of a, a guy who's really a New Yorker. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, they always throw me some craziness. And they're like, Because <laughs> you uh, can the, handle uh, it. We really, they're like, we realize you black and from Alabama and down south. We, we want you to sound like special Negroes. Um, this is a special New York Negro. We also have a special African Negro. I always get special Negroes. But you're so talented, Orlando. They know you can pull it off. They know you can nail it. They do. Um, we got to ask you about the incredible Lawrence Fishburne, though. He stars as Nelson Mandela. What a, what a great talent there. Um, he really embodies that role. What was it like to work with Lawrence Fishburne on this project? Lawrence is a, a longtime friend and mentor. Uh, he was actually the person who saw me on Mad TV and told mm-hmm. me, look, kid, you, you should be in the movies. And uh, really? to work with him again in this capacity was, first of all, he's an amazing human being, but yeah. uh, just an astounding actor. Mm-hmm. But he brings a calm to everything. And when I look at the type of work he's doing, producing shows like Blackish, yeah. things mm-hmm. like Madiba, you know, uh, very much like Steve, you know, he's very much setting, you know, I think a new path forward. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was tracking Steve on Instagram with his lovely wife all through Paris week, looking mm-hmm. super fly. And I was like, <laughs> right. this is that new fancy black, yeah. that Lawrence Fishburne blackish. <laughs> Got a lavender smell in the air or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Love it. It's, just, Love it's wonderful it. to see mm-hmm. us represented like this by, by yeah. these black men and these black women who are who are putting forth a different black than people have previously seen. And Lawrence is definitely somebody who's done that with his career that I admire and look up to a great deal. Wow. Orlando, I wish we had more time with you. I mean, I can't wait to finish seeing Madiba. It's only on BET. It's February 8th and February 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern on BET. Please, you guys, check it out. Uh, go get some history for yourselves and, and, and learn learn more about That's it right. as we all are in the process. Uh, but uh, with great characters like Nelson Mandela that, that uh, Lawrence Fishburne is playing and Oliver Tambo that you're playing, Orlando. Thank you so much for taking the time to come and speak with us today. 
Steve, anytime. I'm a listener. I'm, I'm listening to y'all all the time. Anytime you need me, hit me up. I'm there. Steve okay. has always been love for me. I've done the Hoodie Awards. That's right. I'm on That's team. Right. So anytime, yeah. girl, anytime. Okay. All right, Orlando. Thank you so much again. Madiba, only on BET, February 8th and February 15th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Thank you, Orlando. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> Coming Thank up. you. Much love. All right. Coming up, ladies, uh, we're going to find out if he's really hooked on you right after this. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh All right, here we go, Steve. You guys will come right out and say that they've fallen hard, but these gestures are some dead giveaways. All right? He becomes very helpful. Yeah, we care. We want to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So and far, so good, right? Yeah. You know how you guys love to feel needed. You crave that feeling. So uh, when they're when you're hooked, you'll invent ways to be of assistance, like mowing your lawn or like changing the oil in your car. And it, it's more practical than romantic. We know that. But uh, his heart is in the right place. Right. Yeah. See. So two for two. Uh, yeah. OK. OK. You're happy just to hang. A guy is happy just to hang. When a guy is fully invested in being around you, he's content to chill, uh, just absolutely doing nothing. Um, We're going to rub or something. Yeah, they're going to touch. Touching yeah. got to be allowed. Get some rub so it's a good no. sign when you start seeing him more often, even if your time together is less planned out. You're just hanging out. You're just, you know, you don't and have rubbing. to. <laughs> we rubbing? Yeah. What? Yeah. Going to be some touching and patting. <laughs> we ain't going to sit in here for two hours and not touch each other. What? What we in here for? <laughs> <laughs> it just says when a guy is fully invested... Well, movie on. around you. We gotta do something. <laughs> I watched it. Hey, uh, you know what I do sometimes? Uh, when they get them go to the restroom, I hit the fast forward on the movie and yeah, I come back. Forward. Yeah. But then put it on pause, pause. like it was right there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't Aww, move. I just skipped the whole Really, scene. Junior? <laughs> yeah. We finna get to the end. Yeah. Because <laughs> you have plans. All right. When, when, so who um, baby is this? I don't know, baby. I can't tell. <laughs> This movie ain't good, huh, Junior? You still- <laughs> Who picked this movie? <laughs> Things remind him of you. If he's emailing you funny websites he's found or says he saw something in a story you'd like, it proves you're on his brain full time and becoming part of his he's inner world. He's at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, I was mm-hmm. watching these two gorillas down at the zoo, and I just thought about a... Yeah. What, man, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wrong for so I'm just a big pot belly ape. <laughs> <up eating. laughs> he, he gives I you a. that angry too. <laughs> okay, here's another one. He gives you a sweet nickname. Men only use tender terminology like pet names once they're comfortable being vulnerable around you. Yeah, my man, mm-hmm. uh, my, my daddy one time took us to the zoo. Uh-huh. And his description of the orangutan mm-hmm. was. That looks just like on Agnes, don't it? <laughs> That's my father at the zoo. Look at that damn orangutan up there. That's, his ass don't look just do. like Agnes. Mm-hmm. All the animals at the zoo reminded my daddy of relatives. <laughs> They're going to need them. <laughs> just a rhino. They're going to need them. Look at it. Walk just like a slew footed. <laughs> ass look like a hard shell. Look at that. That, oh, that ain't <laughs> I went through the whole zoo with my daddy talking about people. Yeah. I go, your mama pastor. <laughs> what? <laughs> Little hyena, look at him. He can all he asked for is money. I said, damn, daddy. What, what about the pet names? Is that a true one too, Steve? Pet name? Yeah, you got to have a little pet name. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. 
Man, it's gotta be pet names. Can't be nothing sexual. Uh huh. Like, give you us know, a You know, like, can't call it nothing short, like all that. What can be the nickname? Right. Well, it can't be, you know, like all that. All that can't be your nickname. Because <laughs> that's short for all that ass. <laughs> Oh, oh, so it's more to it. Look at all uh-huh. that ass right there. You know what I'm going to call you? I'm going to call you all that. <laughs> See right there? Mm-hmm. That ain't good. No, it's a sweet nickname that he'll give you. That's what it says. But, says. you know, if your nickname is food-related, that say a lot about you, too. Mm-hmm. Like pumpkin pie, cookie, pound cake. <laughs> you know, pound cake. <laughs> roast. <laughs> no, your girl so you you roast. had to go there. Oh. <laughs> roast. That's no, not sexy or cute. <laughs> oh, that ain't. Shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Center cut. Shoulder. Your girl Center ain't Center cut. What's up, T-Bone? <laughs> yeah. Porter House. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that ain't a good nickname. You know, if they got a nickname, they kind of being cute with you. That's cool. Okay, so you agree. You've, you've agreed with all of these, actually. Uh. Things just remind him of you. Him. He gives you a sweet nickname. He's happy just to hang out with you. But he, rubbing got to be on He, he becomes really rubbing. helpful. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you see a man spin on another dude about you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll tell you right off the bat, he care about yeah. Oh, yeah. When he's spin on another dude. Mm-hmm. Even if it's his homeboy. Yeah, if he get defensive about it or check a dude. Hey, man, no. Dog, all that around my girl, that ain't, that ain't what we do. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. If he slit your tie, what yeah, that's a show sign that he's fun. <laughs> that's not a, that didn't make the list. <laughs> it's still a sign, though. Yeah, it is a sign. But it's it not, did it's say. Like well, it's Cosmo. <laughs> you know, some of the lists can come from magazines yeah. like Black Tail. Yeah. <laughs> that's on the Black Tail list. Black Tail list. <laughs> Like you turn the corner, he right there. Where you been? Yeah. That's, that's a, a sign. A sure that's sign. A, that's a, yeah. That's on if black. He done shot at your ex. That's a sign. <laughs> Come back around here no more. Yeah. These that's, that's all on the black. Mm-hmm. Black. Like tail. you go to pick the kids up and he already got them. Yeah. That's a sign that he cares. That's a sign that he really care about you. Or oh, you hear me now arguing with your kids, and then you hear the kids go, you ain't my daddy, and then you hear, I might not be your daddy, but where the hell he at? <laughs> That's a sure sign. Yeah. For sure sign. Yeah, he's there. He's a keeper. <laughs> he's a keeper. <laughs> yeah. You in here threatening you. Threatening your his your ex through mm. your children. <laughs> you know when I see your punk ass daddy. Yeah. Hey, listen, up, boy. come here, come here. Your daddy got one more time. <laughs> Call up his house. The kids. So next time you go over there on visitation, you tell him I said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That's a sure right. sign right there. He's hooked yeah. on you. That's beautiful. He's a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Let's go to the phones. Oh, yeah, I'm so sad. <laughs> Monica. So sad today. Line three. Let's go to Adam out of Pennsylvania. <laughs> Adam. Good morning, entire Steve Harvey crew behind the scenes as well. Adam. What's up, good, Adam? Good, good. What's your so comment, Adam? man? My comment is, uh, well, first of all, I uh, just disagree with you, Steve, on the 
uh, Brady being the best. Okay. I mean, Montana, I still think, is the best because today oh, is a pass-happy league and the rules is a little different. So yeah. Montana got beat up a little more. They both can take regular players and turn them into okay. superstars. Second. Yeah. Uh, it's I'll debatable. Coach. I accept that. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll coach again, just like, like Belichick did uh, the Steelers. They out-coached them. And Atlanta should have kept up the pressure the way they, they beat up Aaron Rodgers. Disrupted them. They let down. They got comfortable, complacent. Yep. Yep. We yeah. All right, Adam. I mean, you're right. What do you I don't care what nobody <laughs> say. Tom Brady wouldn't take them out at them balls at halftime. I'm starting. <laughs> I'm starting the room. Come on, Atlanta. We got to have something to fight with when we talk to these Patriot fans. <laughs> All right, Adam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let, let's let's go to line. Uh, let's go to line seven and talk to Marlon out of Kentucky. Marlon. Good morning. What's Lady, well, Steve mm-hmm. Jr. Hurry, hurry. Good. What's My comment, comment is the coach of the Falcons, he said it wouldn't be one thing that he would change. Well, I agree with Steve with the three holding calls in a row that led to their first touchdown. I would change that. And the controversial call on if the ball was down on the completion, as I watched it in slow motion several times, it was a complete pass. It was. Oh yeah, yeah oh, it he was. Caught mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah. caught the ball. It was incredible how he managed to still focus on the ball and make sure it didn't hit the ground. But it went off a leg and off an arm, and right before it hit the ground, he had it. So I mean, it was a good game. I'm not a fan of either team. I just like to see a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that was yeah. a good game. That that. Was, that was I'm from Cleveland. I show you pain. <laughs> y'all just 15? y'all just trying to deal with one hurt. Yeah. I'm, y'all, I'm really need to, y'all need to go and get past this now. You upset? We still mad about the loss? Yeah. <laughs> I'm upset of you. Y'all don't even understand what pain is. All right, I have 52 years of pain. We'll be I'm back. sick of this. So what? The damn game is over. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, 34 minutes after that, let's get to these back-to-back jams. Come on, Cat, let's go. Hey, coming up next, y'all, we about at the end. We got time for just one more thing. We'll tell you about it after the break. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, we got just one more thing. Uh, Let's do... Huh? Let's do you know, little known black history fact. Oh, okay. Oh, Once okay. again, this is a bit, y'all. I know it's, you know, Valentine. I mean, uh, Thanksgiving. I mean, uh, what? 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 Black History Month. Yes. What? No. So when we come back, you're gonna have some uh, little known black history facts. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, it'd be like that time uh, Boom no, got time. stopped in the airport and filled out the form wrong. Mm-hmm. They had Boom in custom for four hours. See, oh, God. They told Boomerang, they said, sir, okay, you don't have any explosive. You had checked that block. You don't have explosive. But what we cannot find out find is where is the chicken? Because <laughs> <laughs> he had checked the poultry box. 
I know you were on the floor. You don't have any explosives. <laughs> what we can't find out is where is these chickens? Oh, my God. A black dude worked there and came up and said, Sir, are you the guy that was in the Kings of Comedy movie? You Steve Harvey bodyguard? He said, yeah. He said, come here, bro. Let me talk to you. He said, man, I don't know how you feel this form out, but you know you're supposed to check no. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, answering it like it's a true or false test. He, true, true, false, <laughs> true, false, false, true. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fill out the custom form like a true and false test. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, hey, y'all, that's it for today. Y'all have a great weekend. Uh, tomorrow, uh, the Today entire crew will be here. <laughs> well, it looked like the weekend. Well, it looked like the weekend where we at. Yeah, so the crew will be down here uh, Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, broadcasting yeah. live yes. uh, yeah, we'll from the Bahamas. Be. And uh, that's tomorrow. The Cayman Islands. So, yeah, from, from Did Cayman. he say the Bahamas? <laughs> he said the Bahamas. He all over. He all all this water looked the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's blue, man. Asking me what I'm up to, let's find something to do. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your health care provider about treatment options to manage your weight. 